Hi everyone, welcome to the Art Trotter podcast. This is Henriette speaking. Hi everyone, Alisa speaking and welcome to this new episode. Today we want to chat about art and fashion and we have chosen five of our favorite art and fashion collaborations that have really left a mark on the art and fashion worlds. This is an exciting topic because Collaborations between the two worlds have become so common and they've actually had a great success and have had a great impact on the businesses and on the popular culture overall. Very true. Many of these collaborations have gotten a lot of media attention as well. Just think about, for example, Kanye West's Yeezy and Vanessa Beecroft runway performance art or the annual Met Gala, which is organized every year by the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City where attendees come dressed in the theme of the year's Costume Institute exhibition. Sure, this is a spectacular one, and it's actually hard to forget one of the recent galas where the guests showed up in costumes inspired by the Christian religion and priest attires. Yes, indeed. So let's delve into five of the biggest collaborations out there. Why don't we start with one of the earliest art and fashion collaborations, namely Elsa Schiaparelli and Salvador Dali's 1937 lobster-themed collaboration. What can you tell us about this one, Lisa? This is a special one, like you said. It was one of the first, and in 1937, Salvador Dali's lobster, or lobster telephone, became the inspiration behind the iconic lobster dress by Elsa Schiaparelli. The dress had a large image of a lobster across the front of the skirt with smaller details of garnish. It was designed for the Duchess of Windsor, Wallace Simpson, who was an object of desire in her time. And uh, this ended up being a great match too, since Dali saw the lobster as a symbol for sexuality. The Duchess ended up wearing the dress for a vogue spread in 1937 and ever since the iconic lobster print has inspired fashion. Yes, so if you see a fashion item with a lobster pattern, this might have been the inspiration behind it. Another one of our top picks is the collaboration between Yves Saint Laurent and Pete Mondrian. Indeed, back in 1965, Dutch avant-garde artist Pete Mondrian's geometric and abstract grid paintings became a source of inspiration for the French fashion designer Yves Saint Laurent. Laurent ended up using the style as a print in his collection, called the Mondrian Collection, on a series of six cocktail dresses. What's so special about this collusion of the art and fashion world is the historical importance that the designs had, because the dresses not only incorporated the western silhouette, but also paid homage to the geometrical visual elements of the Dutch Justine movement, which Mondrian was a pioneer for in the early 20th century. Great! A collaboration that I think has also gotten a lot of attention in pop culture is the 2003 Louis Vuitton and Takashi Murakami collaboration with their famous multicolored Louis Vuitton monogram pattern on various bags. Our listeners might be familiar with it because it was a huge commercial success and became so recognizable. This is absolutely right. Not only the collaboration was a success, but it also lifted the Louis Vuitton brand and made it huge recognizable and popular all over the world. 
the collaboration called the Murakami's Multicolor Monogram Louis Vuitton Collection brought about one of the most memorable handbags and patterns in the world. Basically, Murakami took the classic Louis Vuitton monogram but reimagined it in pink, green, blue and yellow against a white or black background. The pattern was an amalgamation of Murakami's artistic style like manga, anime and other Japanese pop culture references. We saw this bag everywhere when it was released. Celebrities like Kim Kardashian, Paris Hilton and even Naomi Campbell had it. Yes, they did. Sadly, Louis Vuitton discontinued the multicolor collection in 2015, so it'll be hard to get your hands on it. But you might get lucky in a vintage or a second-hand store. Very true. Louis Vuitton collaborates with a lot of big artists, actually. Are there any others that you'd like to mention, Alisa? Yes, actually Louis Vuitton has um, also collaborated with the New York-based artist Jeff Koons uh, on a master's collection of handbags and accessories. Jeff Koons took his reproductions of paintings by the old masters and um, transposed the imagery onto iconic Louis Vuitton bags. Here you can see motifs of Da Vinci, Botticelli and many more. You should look them up and see it for yourself. Definitely. Another interesting collaboration is one between Dior and Andy Warhol, because it actually took place many years after Andy Warhol had passed away. What can you tell us about this one, Alisa? You're right, it took place after Andy Warhol's uh, death, so the collaboration was actually technically between Dior and the Andy Warhol Foundation. Warhol was a famous American pop artist and filmmaker and one of the main figures in the pop art movement, especially in New York. He took images from pop culture and worked them into artworks. And in 2013, French fashion house Dior incorporated some of his minimalist works and fashion illustrations into the Autumn Winter collection collection of handbags featuring Warhol sketches of shoes and ready-to-wear clothing with various illustrations. What makes it so special is that it was such a great creative collection that the designs looked specially made for the brand by Warhol, which of course they were not because he was dead a long time before. Very true. Now we want to shed some light on one that might be unfamiliar to many, namely Milena Pavlovich Barili. Can you tell us about her? Um, Milena was a Serbian painter, poet and fashion illustrator born in 1909. So she was a representative of the early modern or avant-garde and modern art. She was a notable female artist of Serbian modernism and at one point she lived at the Royal Court in Serbia and she also attended the Royal School of Art. Her mother was a relative with the noble Karadordevich dynasty, which made it possible. Lena's exposure to the dynasty made her familiar with haute couture and the court's cinema made her fall in love with the glamour and costumes in Hollywood. She went on 
to fuse her poetry and fine art with fashion illustration and worked as a fashion illustrator in New York for magazines like Dress Vogue and Harper's Bazaar after 1939. Which was, by the way, very common among the artists in Europe who would flee Europe because of the Second World War. And they, many of them ended up in New York. You should really check up her designs because her illustrations look very contemporary still today. However, she never received international recognition, but her story is fascinating and highlights how the two cultural spheres of art and fashion have been intertwined for a long time. Her story sounds great, it is great. A few honorable mentions are Rodarte incorporating the themes of Van Gogh's paintings into summer dresses, and Alexander McQueen and Damien Hirst's skull iconography on silk scarves. So, thank you for staying with us in this episode, and don't forget to follow the Art Trotters podcast, and we hope to see you next time. See you next time. Bye! Bye.